and welcome to No Such Thing as a Bad Movie Podcast. I'm April Atmansky, or you could say April Animal Atmansky. <laughs> and I'm names? here today with Justin Dog to Clue. Uh, Colin Chipmunk Cunningham. There you go. Hey, yeah, there you go. Animal yeah. Atmansky. That's a real like. It's a, okay. It's like a wrestler name. Okay, how about April the Ape at Mansky? <laughs> there you, go. Said, you had that one in your back pocket ready to go. Name. I really just came up with this on the spot. I didn't even plan that. Oh, so <laughs> people would have never known you didn't plan. <laughs> so everybody, it's Animal Month, <gasps> August. Animals. We got cats. We got dogs. Monkeys. Mm-hmm. Chipmunks. The whole gamut. Everything. This is our shameless push to get more Patreon subscribers by giving you the content that you want. Animals. Animals. Animal yes. month. And by that, we mean two episodes. two episodes. Well, I think we should do three, even though if we the third one will be bleeding into the beginning of September. I think we should go for it. Um, but yeah, so every episode this month is going to be an animal movie, animal-themed movie. We haven't picked them all yet. Uh, we've got uh, guest star George the Animal Steel that's coming. Oh, wow. Tor Johnson himself. <laughs> And yeah, Patreon episodes is gonna gonna have animal themed. We have something very very special coming to the Patreon this month, um, but maybe we should save it to the end of the episode to talk about that. What right. do you guys think? Yeah, yeah that sounds yeah. good. Okay, make them listen to <laughs> the, the whole furry vengeance about episodes. furry vengeance. So furry vengeance. Um, this was my pick, although Justin had brought it up and Colin said that it was on his list, so it was kind of like a group effort. Yeah, I had it on my on my list of movies to watch, and then like just last week, I deleted it off my <laughs> list because I thought yeah, we're probably never going to get to that and then you brought it up yes or we did. are uh oh and i'm God. glad that we watched this movie uh you know back when comedies used to be funny right guys yeah <laughs> back, when they back to 12 years ago uh, this is from 2010 it's is later than i expected before comedy got all woke and couldn't make <laughs> jokes anymore yeah back when the animals were actually real and horrifyingly just <laughs> puppeted with cgi just I gotta nightmare say, fuel this is actually like a very inoffensive movie like there's no like boobs or swearing or anything like that uh, there is i don't like how weird, it takes like, down the logging industry thank you very much who are very <laughs> yeah. innocent in their jobs all they want to do is rid the world of any forest there's nothing wrong with that uh, there, there is that kind of like uh uh not so mildly racist uh yeah. indian rant from Angela well Kinsey. we're supposed to be laughing at her yeah oh yes. ironic racism that's funny right guys but then you also have ken jeong doing his like Asian voice. That's what he does. Which he that is what that is his thing. But it's like he had been doing it for like ten years at this point. So maybe not that long. Man, but, this uh, film is so frozen in 2010. Like every actor <laughs> in it is like, oh yeah, remember Rob Riggle? Were, what is he up to? Yeah, these days? that's right. This is like a comedy bonanza of every comedy oh, actor yeah. that was in movies at that it's time. The, it's <laughs> a mad, 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 mad world of animal-based 2010 Daily Show adjacent comedians. <laughs> it's true. Yes. Daily Show and The Office and Judd Apatow adjacent yeah. comed- comedians. Uh, directed by Roger Cumble, who directed... Who is a good director. He did oh, Cruel Intentions. Okay. Cruel, Cruel Intentions is, is a very, very good... Oh, okay, I'm nostalgic. He's a good director. Story. I love him so much. Yeah, okay. Well, he also did The Sweetest Thing, which, okay, if you guys watched it, you'd probably hate it, but I like it. I think it's funny. It's a raunchy comedy. And oh, I, right. I, again, I grew up watching it. And That's the one where... Well. Uh, Cameron Diaz has that foil bird that the trailer featured a lot. Yes, yes, but there's more to it. And Just Friends? Isn't that the uh, Ryan Gosling is in a, yep, 
he's in a large man no, no, no. suit. No, no, no. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, that'd be funny if it was oh, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, that's right. Ryan Reynolds and Elizabeth or Amy Smart. Amy Smart in everything around Road that time. Trips. Amy Smart. I just watched that movie. So. <laughs> yeah. And from Crank, I think. Oh and yeah. And she she's also from uh, the Butterfly Effect. <laughs> that's a movie we should do I love the oh, movie I also we'll love that, that movie oh, but no. it's terrible oh, no one can see me miming a scene from the movie but anyway. I know I know this exact scene too <laughs> I laughed so hard um, but okay furry vengeance um, guys I liked this movie oh I thought it was very fun especially when it started with like like lame 90s like Tiny Toon style music so not quite Looney Toon style music but like rip off music of it well, speaking of which call, or Justin you have been touting that Looney Tunes Back in Action is a good movie for years, and I still haven't seen it. It Brendan is a good Frazier. movie. Instead, yeah, we're I, spending time watching Furry Vengeance. I know, but Brendan Fraser, good in it? it uh, Looney Tunes? He gives it his all in uh, Looney Tunes Back in Action. It, he, I mean, he's with, is it Jenna Elfman? She's really yes. bad in uh, uh, Looney yeah. Tunes Back in Action, so... Uh, uh, Joe Dante, when he made Looney Tunes back in action, famously said, I'm making the movie for people who wouldn't even cross the street who were to see my film. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was very difficult for him. It was a huge failure. But uh, you have been, you and Will have been talking about how good it is for so long. I keep thinking, I got to watch that movie. Mm-hmm. It's uh, fun. So I will. <laughs> but instead, list. Yeah. we watch Furry Vengeance, which starts with a screaming woodchuck, squirrel. What animal is right on screen? Oh, oh, it was a squirrel. And I think then- it's a squirrel but it doesn't have a bushy tail. Yeah, so this squirrel, so it's I knew what movie I was getting into exactly. when this scene happened, and I laughed and laughed and laughed. Well, I was laughing too. so hard because like this squirrel is just eating a nut. It's on a real earth. squirrel, it, not yeah. a CGI squirrel like you'd see today. I was thinking that the entire film would just be CGI animals, oh, and I was, no. I was very oh, relieved. No. And, and I thought it was all puppets. I was wrong. We were all wrong. No. Nope. But when the CGI animals do show up, oh my God. So well, the yeah, squirrel, what they do is they like, you know, in like a, a 2000 stoner comedy when like the dog, um, you know, gets high or something like that and its eyes are like <laughs> bowling and they like stretch yeah. their CG. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. They can, every animal in this movie does this. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like those kind of 2D stretch warp where they kind <laughs> yeah. of like How manipulate How much would something like this cost, Colin, to do oh, as Oh, I effect? don't know. Oh. Oh, dozens of dollars. So a car is about to hit this woodchuck and it goes <laughs> and it's and its mouth opens and it screams and I'm calling it right now. My favorite thing in the movie was the stretchy faces. Oh, you're stealing it from me. I was going to say I, that too. I laughed every time. Yeah. They're always doing something. It's so stupid. But you can tell the animal itself isn't reacting at all. It's no. just they stretched not. its face well, to do I stuff. I will say I was impressed at Often there were real animals on screen, which they would never do now. Oh, yeah. Especially in Hollywood after the, uh, how could we forget, the Evan Almighty debacle. where oh, Jesus. Was there a debacle? Oh, yeah, because they used real animals on that film, and the budget, like, ballooned to a ridiculous amount. And that oh. killed uh, Tom Shadiak's career. Or he retired, oh. according to you know his information. Oh well, man! Well, I, I read that they, while they you can tell they're real animals, they're all comped in. Evan, like they're not in. Evan not Almighty cost a hundred and seventy-four million dollars. Oh my god! For a movie no one saw. Nope. Um, well, I was laughing so hard at this opening scene because uh, intercuts with Rob Riggle racing along this road driving like this Porsche and he's listening to like hard rock music smoking a cigar and he just yells out to nobody I do as I please <laughs> that's just his catchphrase I guess he's just this rich asshole but it's so like 
blunt and yeah. on the nose. And then, like, oh, so I face no consequences. Is he going to hit the squirrel? The, sorry, the raccoon is there, and he signals to his friend on the hill, who I believe is the weasel, to to, to start a Rube Goldberg-like okay. contraption. We need to clarify to people <laughs> that the animals in this film, they want to kill humans so bad. Like, oh, yeah. that is their main goal in this film. It's basically like, I think, is it Lost Weekend or Long Weekend? It's like an Australian film about uh, like. Long an- Weekend. Yeah, Long yeah. Weekend. About animals like turn against human beings. It's, That's an amazing movie, by the way. It's basically <laughs> yeah. that movie. But in this one, they have, as April just said, Rube, Goldbeer, uh, Rube Goldbergian <laughs> contraptions to do so. And like in this one, a rock flies, hits Rob Riggle in the car. Which pushes him to the edge of a cliff. Yeah, his car goes off the road. Yeah. And he, he his car goes off the cliff. And he yeah. dies. He dies. They never <laughs> well, see him again. They can't find his body. Yeah, he's kind of like uh, teetering on the edge. And then the raccoon throws his cigar back at him. And the and raccoon blows. blows like, uh, oh, man, those really lips, those CGI animate. lips. Like, <laughs> so funny. Yeah. First of all, the uh, the ferret that the the raccoon signals to has like a telescope. Yeah, like they have yep. t- they have tools. Yeah. They've made weapons. Uh, they can understand English clearly, which we learn. Yep, throughout and they the movie. they also make human like sounds. Like they they'll, they'll whistle, they'll hum, they go. <laughs> Did Frank it's Welker work so on this funny. movie? That's the real question. No, and uh, I so I should have made this my favorite part. So I'm sorry, not not. Oh, stealing you're stealing all the favorite things. parts. Yeah. Um, um, so uh, about 15 minutes into this movie, I clocked the voice actor because I was like, I bet you D. Bradley Baker worked on this because that raccoon sounds exactly like Momo. For those who don't know, Momo from uh, Avatar The Last Airbender, who is the lemur. And uh, D. Bradley Baker, fantastic voice actor, does all kinds of voices, but um, probably most known for his animal voices. I looked it up. He did every animal in this movie. Okay. <laughs> he does all the animals on Avatar, but it, it, and a bajillion other things, too. So it's like he's making sounds, which I realize you have to do. And I've heard him in tons of interviews and stuff. Like, I don't think raccoons or weasels or whatever actually make these sounds. He's doing just what he would imagine they would do. <laughs> I live and, in the country, April. You know. Yeah, animals made those kind of sounds. Like, bah, 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 Not the like super cute sounds that the... I mean, you, we've met raccoons. Are they yeah, going like... Yeah, they are. They're like... <laughs> all the time. <laughs> but anyway, it made this raccoon, who is a bastard, really cute. <laughs> yeah, he's... Uh, he, I, I love these animals. They're adorable. They are very, very cute. Even the skunk. Uh, skunks are adorable. So <laughs> the plot of this movie has... Uh, good man Brendan Fraser has moved in with his family, a son and a wife, played by Brooke Shields. Mm-hmm. And the yeah, son, no, who, who knows expect. who the son is? Some guy. Some wiener. Yeah. He's a bit of a wiener. But actually, he's okay. And they've moved into this town, so, uh, not this town, the forest, that they're deforesting to build a new suburban complex. Mm-hmm. And the the company is run by Ken Jeong, and they're like, I guess publicly <laughs> are seen as like the green company. So the, Remember you know, when whatever. we all loved Ken Jeong, people? We loved for him, like, right? I only like, loved him for like a year or two. I think and like one film. In everything. Well, like... I thought I well I don't not know anymore. What his He's first kind of movie his was, expiration but, date has uh, passed. But well, the thing is, he, I mean, he does he play characters? He's kind of the same in every movie. Yeah. He kind of is. Like and I remember, did he you was know in he Knock- used to be a doctor? Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, I know in, in Knocked Up he played a doctor, yes. and he wasn't doing this 
voice that he does <laughs> that he was doing in like the hangover say like the next year or the mm-hmm. next couple of years mm-hmm. and then he was doing that and in this movie he decides to talk um with his american accent and then just slip into this asian voice mm-hmm. and he's not speaking japanese or chinese from what i can tell he's just talking it's in this just voice or and it's fine but it's just it's cringy mm-hmm yeah, Very not cringy. good and not funny. What is this, Robin Williams doing his black guy voice? Like, come on, yeah. Ken. <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a bit of that. So, and... yeah, he's not funny. He's partnered up with uh, the woman who does the Office podcast and used to appear on the Office. Yeah, blonde woman from the Office. I wrote her Angela name down, Kinsey, Angela Kinsey. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, oh, okay. We're skipping over the very cute animated opening sequence. This the looks opening like credits. shit. Like, what? <laughs> did they get like a flash animator to do this? What's going on oh, here? It doesn't look Quite great, but tongue. I was just delighted that it was there. They In 2010. They don't do things like that anymore. An animated but it, opening. Like, that's what I did in like my learning Flash class. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you could like, do this, I would hire you. They're all like tweaked, so like their arms are moving just a little bit, and they're like waving. <laughs> It's not like, you know, was it Going Overboard had the, those horrible Adam Sandler caricatures? That was d- disgusting from what I recall. <laughs> but that was like 1990. This is 2010. I don't know. 30 thought, years later. I thought it was cute. Whatever. 20 years later? Bring back the, the cute animated opening. Bring the back an- Anna Anaconda. Give me that style of animation. Oof. Angela we Anaconda. Might, Angela, Angela, sorry, sorry. We, I know someone on this do- podcast worked on it. I don't want to insult <laughs> <laughs> Real, you don't want to insult the anaconda heads. Yeah. My, my guess is our audience doesn't know what Angela Anaconda is, for the most part. Yeah, if they're not Canadian? Uh, wait, no, because it was on every um, copy of Pokemon the movie. Remember? Digimon the movie. Digimon the movie, sorry. <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised oh, who knows that show. I think it's on Prime. Is it? In Canada, anyway. Uh, I think one season is. Uh, and the talk, talk about your did it get any awful more looking animation. Yeah, I think there was like three hey, seasons. Hey, really? hey, 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 hey. Don't, it's not yeah. awful looking, April. Come on, man. I know. Great Someone character who design. On it is especially on that Johnny uh, Abadi character. <laughs> he looks great. I yeah, worked on it for like a week. Oh, only a week? Okay. <laughs> and then I and then I quit. <laughs> You're like, it's not up to my I'm high standards. This. I want some <laughs> of that it's true. furry vengeance nothing. style animation. <laughs> I wanted to well, I wanted to go into effects and then mm. the company. Well, I wa- you know, it was my passion to work in visual effects for movies, and then the company that I worked for at the time got that job, and it didn't look like have, they had any other VFX lined up. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not working on this fucking show, and I quit. <laughs> yeah, a good move, I would say. Yeah. Did you guys notice in the credits that the film was produced by Image Nation a- a- Abu Dhabi? Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, it's a Middle Eastern co-production? I'm sure it's not some kind of, you know, money laundering operation at all. <laughs> well, I did read in the IMDb trivia that it's partially funded by, like, Association for Movies with Good Environmental Messages or something like that, okay. which also From a very oil-rich place. Yeah, that yeah, would not yeah. be from Abu Dhabi. Yeah, I don't know if it was the Abu Dhabi <laughs> company or whatever, but, I mean, it does. It, this movie does have an environmental message without being preachy because it's it's less about... Saving the animals and more about seeing Brendan Fraser get injured. <laughs> yeah, uh, not just injured, get hit in the nuts, which is always common. <laughs> lo- crotch trauma, and also lots yeah. of skunks spray people in this yeah. movie. <laughs> Baby skunks, man, they're so adorable. Oh, they're so cute. Wait, uh, I am disgusted by the first piece of IMDb trivia here. Yeah, <laughs> Brendan Fraser bad. admits that he is ashamed of this film. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I would like to see some. Uh, 
I want the receipts on that. Yeah, he the was, receipts on that. Uh, Brendan Fraser does the commentary on this film on the DVD. Really? They seem to have a ball, yeah. Maybe okay, he probably did it like then. before the movie was released or something, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, we're about to head to the premiere. We're just recording this, premiere, you know, commentary track. Well, speaking of which, like, I had a look at Brendan Fraser's IMDb, and this is kind of the last movie that he did before his career, like, really dropped off. And everything he did between this and, you know, The Whale that's coming out, mm-hmm. I haven't heard of any of them. Those the movies. Like, they're very, like, low-budget. They're, they're, they're movies that sound okay, but yeah. I haven't even heard of them, so... Well, he retired for a while. Yeah. He, well, there yeah, was, like, a big article that came out. Yeah, now bit. we... What we know now is that he probably receded from Hollywood because of the abuse he suffered and his uh, injuries and all kinds of Did you of not stuff. see that clip I posted of him in that Indian film where he's just yes, I bananas? Did. Oh, no. I did. What was that one called? I don't remember what the oh. title was, but <laughs> oh, yeah. Boy. Uh, you can look at his IMDb. It's there, and like the little like montage I made of his, like he is unchained in those uh, scenes. Yeah. And now we can't see him as Firefly in the new Batgirl movie because it's know. not coming out. How could they do this to us? And the <laughs> thing is, like people are already calling the whale a comeback, and it's not even out yet. Yeah. Um, it's Darren Aronofsky though, so like we got it. You know. All eyes are, are on the, him. The Brendan Fraser Renaissance. They're already calling it the Renaissance. The Bren- <laughs> well, you know, I may know people that know people that have seen the whale and they're and? like, God, Fraser. Okay, like, good. Also, Oscar. isn't he in the new Martin Scorsese movie? Yep, he is in the yeah. new Martin Scorsese film. He was also in the last Steven Soderbergh film. Oh, uh, which one? No False Moves, I think it was called. The one with... Um, mm, Gimel del Toro. Gimel del Toro. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's in an no, acting role. No sudden move. Yeah, what is this? Uh, uh, um, Kojima <laughs> video Kojima game or something game. like that? Vinicio <laughs> del Toro. Vinicio, okay. <laughs> well, I might watch that because I haven't seen a lot of new Soderbergh except for yeah, Kim, Kimmy, fun. I guess. That one has yeah, a great okay, uh, cast. It has um, Don Cheadle, Vinicio del Toro, David Harbour, John Hamm, mm, uh, Brandon huh. Frazier, Julia Fox, yeah, Kieran Culkin. Like last year or the year before, yep. it was just dropped on Amazon Prime, so oh, there shit. wasn't a big like build up or anything like that to it. <laughs> the, the, the Soderbergh style just dropped something on streaming and don't tell anyone. <laughs> Shot it on my phone yesterday. <laughs> Here yeah. it is. Oh man, I wish I'd be there. I mean, I was day one for all of those movies, but back to Furry Vengeance. I mean, see the plot with Furry Vengeance, I'm sure Colin will take a step by step, but it will be describing <laughs> all the ways that like Brendan Fraser, like, and then he gets sprayed by the skunk for yeah, the seventh yeah. time. It's true. <laughs> But it is funny. Yeah, I feel like the it could have done with more of that stuff. I feel mm-hmm. once it leans I into agree. the plot, once we we get into the plot with the Wiener son, you know, meeting the girl and blah blah blah. I know blah, they blah. felt the need to shoo in this like Who teen cares? romance where it's like we really don't need it. That being said, I kind of hate the son for most of the movie, and mm. then he gets to be at least a little bit funny later. Like the scene in the library, he's like trying to do some like shtick, yeah, and I was like, he's okay, but the, he's just like, Dad, ugh, like you're terrible. I miss the city. He, he's whiny, and it's annoying. Yeah, and it's just it's unnecessary. I feel like they just threw it in there to pad out the movie, or just to sort of I don't know, give it a standard movie plot or something like that. Yeah, I don't know, whatever. So what we learn is that Brendan Fraser's boss, Ken Jong, he actually wants him to destroy the whole forest to build even more houses there. Uh-oh. Well, the raccoon says that. Uh-oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Oh, yeah, because the raccoon's on the plane. He um, 
The raccoon is listening to everything that happens. Yeah, he sneaks into this lunch basket that he brings to Ken Jeong. And <laughs> it, it, it keeps cutting back to the raccoon, like clearly listening and understanding English. Like this yeah. plan. Like, oh, what? also, did we talk oh. about the speech bubbles? The thought bubbles? Okay, this is oh my favorite my thing. God. This is my favorite thing. Quite a choice. This is, this is great. This is inspired. <laughs> it's like when the animals talk to one another, they have these little like speech bubbles that pop up that shows clips from the movie and explaining like what's cartoon. going on. <laughs> a cartoon speech so, bubble. It looks so bad. And like the clips will be like a clip from Braveheart. Uh, yeah. and Frazier dressed as the devil. I disagree. That was, that was insane that they got a clip from Braveheart. The raccoon like addresses all the uh, the animals in the forest and he's got like his little tree stump that he stands yeah, on. Yeah, by the way, the animals don't speak English ever. No. So this is used to communicate what he's saying. It's well, what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> he does go row, but they don't this talk. Is a much better idea than than having them like subtitled. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because then they would just shove a bunch of bad jokes into the subtitles. Yeah. Oh, it would be all like pop culture references. Yeah, too. exactly. Yeah. Instead, we have pop culture references. What was going in on in 2010? Yeah, it'd be like, oh, we got to go Gangnam Style on these guys. <laughs> I don't think it was Gangnam Style 2010. <laughs> I think it was, guys. Was it? Yeah. Oh my god. Well, I know what was 2010 because there's a montage set to a Vampire Weekend song. Yeah. Which made me go, oh boy, don't look up what the, some of the members of Vampire Weekend have been doing lately. Cause Wait, are they actual vampires? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like, ah. No, nah, they're just like, you know, bad sexual stuff with oh, some of their fans. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, don't but look at what anyway. the raccoon in this movie did. <laughs> yeah, afterwards, he oh. died. Because oh. raccoons don't live sure, that long. He's still with us. He's oh, yeah. from 2010? Yes, he's still alive. He's eaten his piles of trash in heaven. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Heaven. Now all raccoons go to hell. That's They're little robbers. They're born into it. Oh. Original <laughs> sin and all that. Oh, they're adorable. Uh, I did enjoy the kid at one point. He's on Facebook, and it reminded me that on Facebook, you used to like update a status, like, what's on your mind? Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Justin Colin is... Cunningham is gassy or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember we that. We all used to do that. Uh, put uh, some lyrics of Vampire Weekend songs in your Facebook update <laughs> I mean, or your all, MSN Messenger we, uh, icon. We've all been there. Uh, anyway, so Brendan Fraser is is told by Ken Jeon, you have to stay here for another four years. And they thought it was only one year, so his family is upset. Meanwhile, there's a subplot of Brooke Shields teaching at the school. Which goes nowhere. <laughs> with Samantha B, a Daily Show correspondent. Um, and it doesn't go nowhere. It's just like she's unhappy. By the way, Brooke Shields is good in this. She's I, fine. Yeah. You know, she's but yeah, they right, establish yeah. that she's like a science teacher, but then her only purpose is kind of to lead the forest fest yep. or whatever. And she's teamed up with uh, that old lady actor. God, she's, she's been in everything. In stuff, yeah. right? It was her last role. She was in Ghostbusters. She played the librarian. Oh, that's oh, right. Shit. Anyway, she's in like a million she was, things. She was funny. She was in Shutter Island too, wasn't she? Nope, this was her last role. So oh, you're just yeah. you're oh, um, ageist. You're confusing old Dude, people. Dude, Shutter Island actually came out before this. Really? Did it? Shutter, because I remember I saw a preview of Shutter Island in 2009. <laughs> you know what? You may be right. 2010. Then. And they showed the, the trailer for Furry Vengeance before Shutter Island. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's her name? I saw it in the IMDb trivia because it said her final role. See, I was thinking because of the style of the film that it came out in like 2001. It feels earlier. Because that's what it feels like. I can't believe it was 2010. 
That's crazy. Wait, Billy Bush is in this? I must have missed him. I, I don't recall him being. He's this. Corporal Punishment. He's the uh, uh, fitness instructor that Brendan uh, Fraser's that's watching. That's who that was. Yeah. Because I was like, this, I feel, I was like, is that one of the guys from Super Troopers? That's literally what I, what I thought maybe, <laughs> when I saw that uh, exercise guy. Yeah, everybody, uh, even like Jim Norton is in the background. He's one of the construction crew. Who's that? Uh, Jim Norton. He's like a comedian. Uh, oh, okay. And then uh, Patrice Will- Patrice O'Neill. He's another guy uh, from The Office, I think. He was on the construction crew, and I don't okay. even think they get any lines. Well, a- another com- comedic actor, Toby Huss, as the sheriff. Um, most the sheriff, question mark? Yeah, who is a, a, a big voice actor, but he's been in a, a million things. Who could forget him doing the voice of Chex Note? Han from King of the yeah, Hill. He does, oh, no. he, does, he does cotton as well. Um, <laughs> yes. And he uh, was in Seinfeld as the Wiz for Seinfeld fans. Nobody beats him. And uh, he's, he's had in a million acting things. Role. He was he's also like- in Brendan Fraser movie, Bedazzled. Um, Guys, that movie I saw that, that for my rocks. birthday in theaters. <laughs> Did li- not like I it. I like that movie. Is it the one with uh, what's her nuts? Uh, Elizabeth yes. Hurley. Elizabeth Hurley. Doesn't she play the devil or something? <laughs> yes. What's her nuts? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They switched Dudley Moore for Elizabeth Hurley. So, you know, <laughs> equal trade, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, Toby Hess is a really funny actor. He's doing lots of voices in this movie. Yeah, well, I don't like his character in this because he's a mean sheriff who shoots animals with trank guns. <laughs> I'm looking at what he's been. He has 158 credits. Who, nice to-, to see that he Toby keeps Huss? working. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he he's in like not just comedies as well. People really like him in that show Pete and Pete, which I don't. I oh. never watched because we didn't really get it here. Oh, is that was, the like, like Nickelodeon show? Yeah, he was like the world's strongest man. Was yeah, his world, I've world. never seen that because we didn't get that in Canada. That's one of those things when people talk about. Ah, I remember the. Good old days of Pete and Pete. I'm like, nah, sorry. People YTV talk didn't about get that. that and like salute my shorts, and I don't know what that is. What? <laughs> well, that's when you, you know, the shorts go up on the flagpole and you <laughs> salute them because, you know. We, fans of the show are probably like, they sound like idiots right now. That's a classic <laughs> show. We didn't have that. All we had was a Reboot and Bump in the Night. And uh, Angela oh, Anaconda. Yeah. <laughs> Angela Anaconda. <laughs> Angela Anaconda. <laughs> yeah. Reboot. Boop, boop. Uh, I love oh, reboots. Um, so yeah. where are we in this? Um, we didn't even get well, to the animal starting to torture at, Brendan Fraser. Yeah, Brendan Fraser gets no, yeah. I don't know if we need to go through every gag, but the really good ones are when he gets hit in the nuts and he gets water sprayed in his nuts and he gets hot coffee on him. In his nuts. There's, in his nuts. There is a funny throwaway gag, though, when they introduce uh, Brooke Shields being like the science teacher at the school and then they have the, the sign on the, the stage in the in the gymnasium it says the shakespearean players present starlight express oh that's funny <laughs> it's like, you know what starlight express is april uh is that the roller skating it's yeah the andrew one where they're all choo choo trains <laughs> oh yeah they they're trained yeah, yeah they, they, andrew lord weber's starlight express oh God, it's all this so like weird. silver disco costumed thing so it's funny because they're shakespearean actors yeah yes. so so they okay. say <laughs> okay. but it's just and then on the stage it's just like a there's like a skateboard ramp and then there's just like a bunch of like uh roller skates like hanging from the ceiling and stuff. It'd be funny if it was like it closed down because they're all have broken legs or something like that. <laughs> Too real. Spider-Man just happened, April. Oh, you no. don't want to talk about that. Too many Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, so, Brendan Fraser, the animals start torturing him. Uh, they try, they pull the Rob Riggle on him. They hit him with the car. 
Uh, he drops hot coffee on his crotch as well. Don't yeah, forget that. He kind of like they have a standoff in the middle of the road with the <laughs> raccoon. Now, the, this boulder, <laughs> this boulder, he signals to the ferret again, and then they use the same kind of Rube Goldberg thing, but the size of the boulder, this thing is huge. This thing is like 10 feet like wide. Like it crushes a car This almost. would kill yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> well, it killed Rob Riggle, so. I think, you know what, at the, in the Rob Riggle scene, you can barely hear off screen, like, uh, you know, he's talking to Ken Jeong, and he's like, I quit. They clearly ADR'd that in because they didn't mm. want the raccoon. So they don't scene. look for his body. It's like Duke's alive. <laughs> like at the end of the GI. Why did Rob Riggle say I quit? It's because they didn't want him to seem dead. Oh, like okay. like the raccoons literally just murdered him. <laughs> yeah. So they just and put they're it just in. like ah, oh, and then it cuts to like the Rob alive. Riggle funeral. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He Fra- died of internal injuries. Brendan Fraser, you're getting a promotion. Woohoo! So, Brandon Fraser, he starts kind of a war um, with the animals. There's a montage. What song is it set to? It's like, don't bring me down. Oh, it's ELO. Oh, oh yeah, ELO. Don't yeah. bring me down. <clears throat> yeah, so, you know, you get into some uh, Home Alone type hijinks, I guess. The animals are torturing him. Yeah, he, I mean, I thought it was... He's building traps. Yeah, he tries to, like, you know... Well, I mean, the animal stuff is pretty funny. Some of it is clever. Like, they go in and steal all his clothes. So when he gets out of the bath, he, he doesn't have any clothes, which mm-hmm. is kind of cute. And uh, uh, there's a funny gag that he keeps being sprayed by a skunk and crashing into the same yeah. like, pipes. Yeah. Uh, was... And I looked it up. You, um, taking a bath in tomato juice is just, you know, an old wives tale. Doesn't actually help when you get sprayed by a skunk. Oh, really? I thought like it helps a little bit. but nope. no, It's just the illusion because you smell the um, smell like tomato, tomato juice. Oh. And so it doesn't actually help the smell. Who would have that much tomato juice? Well, I, well he's also pouring like hot sauce on himself. I remember my friend uh, putting tomato juice in a bathtub when he got sprayed by a skunk. Because we live in the big city, and there's skunks around here. Oh, there my, is, yeah. Uh, my aunt did that with her dog. Um, I, I, As far as I know, it worked. I don't know. But the funny thing is, is he gets sprayed over and over again in this movie. Constantly. And oh, he can just take a tomato juice bath, and it's gone the next scene. Or just, well, would, That's not what happened in real there's life. There's at one point, he gets sprayed so much that he opens the door to the car, just... I guess skunk juice like just pours right out. Yeah, that's also not realistic. It's dripping from his face, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah." Yeah. It's like it's like it's also like a gas, though. Do you think Brendan Fraser is like getting a taste for it? He's like, "Mm, "Well, he said, yeah, spray spray the skunk juice." Later in the movie, like he gets sprayed in the face, and he's like, "I love it, I love it." (laughs) I heard a story. I forgot about that. (laughs) I heard a story on another podcast about someone's talking about how their dog, you know, got in a fight with the skunk and, Mm -hmm. and. it hit the skunk's um, not venom sack, smell <laughs> sack, and yeah. it burst because you know he killed the skunk. And then the dog smelled for years. Oh God, oh. years! It could not get rid of that smell for multiple years. So I, this is a, a comedy until movie, that dog so. moved to a farm and lived a good, happy life <laughs> yeah. afterwards. He had a nice... Don't look into any of the records. <laughs> well, I also like the crow that keeps tapping on the window. Because, I don't know, I just felt like I could relate to that. That's the type of thing that would just drive me nuts. And the wife is just sleeping through it. She's like, Brendan Fraser, you're going insane. That's the thing. Nobody believes him that these animals are doing these things to him. Which they do have the funny. really funny shot, though. He's lying, he's sleeping on the couch, and then he looks over at the wall, and then the crow has this really extended <laughs> shadow on the, the wall. The and it's just pecking at like the window, and it looks so funny. Yeah. Brendan Fraser, funny in this movie. I like every reaction that he has. 
He he's is, going um, for it. Definitely, he's got a gut going that he embraces in many a scene. Yeah, he yeah. ain't hiding it. Yeah, I was kind of wondering nope. the timeline of this. This was after The Mummy 3. I On the IMDb yes, trivia, it it's like, Brendan Fraser decided to let himself go. Uh, <laughs> he was preparing he for funny. the whale. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, uh, 12 years in advance. 12 years earlier, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whatever, you know, he's... He's, he's, he's having fun. He's working. It. He, he can't be a. He shouldn't need to be a beefcake throughout his entire no. life if he doesn't. He want was to. a beefcake in the mid nineties. Let him age. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like, funnier, you know. You can't have a uh, some hunky guy. Hunk. Yeah, all no. we got is comedy hunks now. They're not funny. No more comedy hunks. Exactly. I want them to look like real people. And uh, yeah, so they do do gags of him like having to wear his wife's clothing, and isn't that funny? Oh, it's like that really tight like tracksuit. Like, yeah. like yum yum on the ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is really stupid. By the way, you guys, everything joke in this movie is incredibly stupid, but. Sometimes just saying them again is making me laugh. I want to go back and see him be like sprayed by the skunk going, I love it, I I love love it. (laughs) (laughs) But there is there is the shot and I I double checked and it isn't the same shot, but yeah, you said he like crashes he crashes twice into like these uh this construction material. Guys. We haven't talked about how shitty these animals look. Okay, now (laughs) the the CG animals. Wait, did you guys see the photo I posted of like all of them comped together into one? Well, the thing is, they can be real animals, but when they're comped together, like half the time, more than half the time, they're not lit prop. They're not blended properly. Yeah. Well, it looks like one of the foxes looks stuffed in the background. Like it does not look like a real fox. It does. So I don't know if it's some mishmash, but at some point he has this like hallucination. He kind of takes this uh, sleepy time tea. Mushroom tea. Mushroom hallucination strikes again, folks. And he he goes down into the kitchen and they're all what is it? What are they dancing to? They're like freak out. Yeah. This is like a CG like, you know, sequence. Nightmare. Nightmare. And they look horrific. Yes. Like, really. And 2010, you know, if this was a 2001 movie, it would kind of explain it, but... Well, the thing is, I'm I'm sure that it was a budget limitation. It was a time limitation. Well, I'm limitation. sure the producers, as Colin has said he's heard before, went... It's a movie called Furry Vengeance, guys. Yeah. Who cares? We don't do need to do another I pass. I did get a feeling that they just weren't trying, you know? Like, they weren't mm. trying to make it look good. Because they knew they well, were looking Well, that Vengeance. nightmare sequence ends with Brooke Shields made up as a, uh, I guess, a skunk? <laughs> That's no, funny. a raccoon. She's got That's the funny. raccoon eyes. And yeah, oh, we laughed. We didn't talk about the David Cronenberg-like makeup applied to Brendan Fraser after he's <laughs> oh stung by God. bees. We also laughed very hard at that. That was amazing. not only is he getting all these animals attacking him, he falls into a bush and a bunch of, bunch of bees sting him. And then the hard-cut, puffy Brendan Fraser face. But it looks so... It looks like... like a, it looks like his eyes have been gouged out. Yeah, it looks <laughs> like, a, like a picture of a cadaver or something like that. It's good makeup. It's pretty good. And then he starts talking and you're just like... Oh, Rated oh. R. <laughs> yeah. And then in the next scene, he's just back to normal. Yeah, he's fine. Well, I told April it was like those two frames before, you, you know, someone's head explodes in a movie. Right? <laughs> That's exactly like, what it looked like. It's like the rubber dummy. <laughs> yeah. And was this film brought to you by we by any way? Do you guys think <laughs> yeah. so? Yeah, that was funny. That made me laugh because it almost seemed... It's funny because he's like... 
doing a commercial and the the son is like no like i don't want to play that shitty game but then later they just play it and they're like isn't this fun so i was like okay they paid to be in this movie mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I, why would you want to play real tennis when you could play wii tennis right man guys? we were all playing wii we could not get enough of it well i didn't have a wii but my friend did i would sit on the edge of his couch just gut hanging out waving my arm as little <laughs> as i can playing tennis i also never had a wii but i did play wii bowling at my friend's house yeah i tried that yeah, one all our rich friends who had Wii's. yeah anybody you know anybody that threw their controller through their tv mm, no i don't think so okay because that was a big thing it was before they had the safety straps on them oh they came out without the yeah. arm straps wrist yeah straps? and then there were just pictures going around of people with like <laughs> the controller like straight into the tv screen it's funny like that like hands around like when Wii's came out people thought it was the greatest thing since sliced bread yeah, like, it was like and and like honestly now I hate uh, whatever you call that motion control sensor. Yeah, I never you got into love that your again. Wii U, April. I don't love it. I have one, and you I play it all the time. <laughs> does, it, does it still do that? Like motion control? Can you choose yes. to? Just... Well, yeah, but Wii U can also do regular like. Well, Nintendo yeah. Switch has motion controls too, and it too. sucks. It's no one ever like, wants to use it's those. It's integrated into it, but you don't have to use it. You know okay. what I mean? Whereas Wii, you have to use it, and I could never find the stupid, uh, you know, mouse. <laughs> yeah, I tried the bowling, and it, it was not fun. I was more of a PlayStation Three gigantic lollipop kind of guy. The <laughs> Wii U ripoff. What gigantic lollipop? Yeah, PlayStation Three had their Wii U thing, and it looked like a gigantic, like oh. multicolored lollipop at the top. I don't even know that. I'm gonna have to look that up. That sounds familiar. I gotta look that up. <laughs> and Connect, remember that? Well, the yeah. one that was supposed Connect. to be hands free and never worked. Yeah, everyone, <laughs> hate, right. everyone hated the Xbox Connect. People were like, "You're supposed to play movies with it or something too." Like, <laughs> what are you supposed to do? Get up and move your arms you, to you like do get these the, like the, hand the, gestures to like pause and all this stuff. Oh, that just went away. Like no one has even tried to achieve that since then. Well, it's yeah. like, what if I'm saying hi to my friend? Oh, I paused my movie. Like, yeah, ugh. I think the issue was, um, it was for the new, it was like the Xbox One, where they tried to package up the Kinect uh, in the mm. box, like you couldn't buy it without they it. They forced you, yeah. They forced you, and then it, they, you know, it added another $100 to the price tag, and everybody was like, fuck this. Plus, it had to be on all the time, so it could listen and see you. Yeah. Ugh. And people There's freaked a... out, and then they panicked and backtracked, and then removed <laughs> it, and then it just went away entirely. There's a good uh, video on YouTube that came out recently by uh, uh, a gaming historian uh, who, I think I think it's called uh, Microsoft's three biggest failures. <laughs> and there's a section on that on everything that Colin just mentioned. And yeah. it's very informative and interesting. The only thing I saw good coming out of the Kinect was people were using it uh, for like experimental kind of films and like music videos and stuff like that, because it has hmm. like a depth sensor on the camera. You could do some hmm. really cool things. Like you could almost do like a kind of LiDAR point cloud version of your like environment and stuff with like a, that with the connect yeah and people were like kind of hacking them and like recording the uh stuff that you weren't supposed to see and like getting these really cool effects it was pretty neat that's cool i mean i like that it goes to show you that like every technology that comes out people will find a way to use it to make art i mean they were doing it with mario paint in the, yeah. in the 90s you know that's that's neat uh, anyway. Well, yeah, let me play with my Pixel Vision camera. It's still making movies with this bad boy. <laughs> yeah. You don't remember that, April? Which one is that? I mean, that? We, we were not uh, alive at the time. <laughs> it was a camera that filmed onto a, like, audio cassette. 
Oh, oh yeah, I think I saw that in one of those. Uh, yeah, YouTube people videos. like Richard Linklater like use it in their films and stuff like that. And well, it's one of those neat. things that if you want to buy one now, it's like, all right, that'll be like a million dollars. Oh, I guess we had that on Game Boys. Remember yeah. there was a camera add-on that you could get. Yes, oh, there's shit. a Game Boy camera, and there was also like a printer thing, or you could yes. go get your shit. I did not have that. I, I was didn't not have a... it either. Oh, you could print out like a twenty by ten. Like, yes. <laughs> oh, it looked like shit. Like. <laughs> I, I remember my friend having it and being like, wow, oh, God, this is a blurry image of nothing. <laughs> like, you can, if you squint and someone tells you what it is, you can maybe figure it yes, out. Yes, but it's a hard copy. Yeah, make it a sticker, like, fill this Pokemon around it. And then yeah, you, they did you that. You know, put it on your locker. Yeah, that's what this is for. Okay, so uh, let's jump to the Forest Festival because well, Ken Jeong's company is going to. Whoa, you're skipping April. The they capture Festival. all the animals first. That happens first? Well, yeah. Yes, it does. Oh, no. Are we going to talk about the Wallace Shawn therapy scene? I forgot about Wallace <laughs> Come Shawn. Come in! Another cameo of a comedy legend in this uh, movie. Oh, yeah. I don't think he's considered a comedy oh, legend. Yes, he is. Well, he's a theatrical legend. That's what he's mostly famous for as a. Okay. Uh, playwright and actor. I mean, but... I think he's he's great. He's I know him Princess mostly Bride from Clueless. Um, <laughs> or Princess Oh, yeah. Princess Bride, Clueless. Yeah. Clearly for me, it's... Um, <laughs> that Woody uh, Allen it's stage My work. Dinner with joke, Andre. Joke about no, that Woody Rifkin's Allen. Festival. <laughs> <laughs> less, the less said about that, the better. Yeah, so everybody thinks Brendan Fraser is going crazy. He goes to like a therapy. But it is kind of funny because he shows him like the Rorschach test, like the ink Oh, that's really funny. And they're, and they're clearly, clearly animals. Clearly animals. <laughs> and it's like the specific animals that are torturing him. Too. Well, that's an angry yeah. raccoon. Well, that's an angry like possum. He's like, you're doing this on purpose, aren't you? Meanwhile, in the background, in the parking lot, the raccoon and like the skunk is like, they're, they're like hot wiring Brendan Fraser's car. <laughs> like, yeah. Where do these animals come from that they can do all They're this? They're super intelligent. Yes. <laughs> uh, they escape from a lab like uh, the plague dogs, <laughs> yeah, and they have super brains. <laughs> they got, like, wires hanging out the back of their head. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Well, it's suggested later that the they... The darker R-rated version of Furry Vengeance, before they went in with CGI and removed all of the wires <laughs> coming out of their heads. It is suggested later that they're, like magic animals from a magic forest because there's like a history history of a a folklore legend. The sun discovers that a multiple Brendan Frasers like Viking Brendan Fraser, hippie Brendan Fraser, tried to take over the the forest and it comes to like a puppet raccoon punching them in the face. Yeah, and that's like the history of this happening before. That was what I thought the whole movie was going to be. Just puppets punching, just punching him, in him in the face and kicking him in the crotch. Like, it just punches him in the eye and it's like... It's, it's very Do you think that was added in post? People were like, not enough puppets punching Brendan Fraser so. in the face. I hope so. And then when it gets to the hippie, it just like grabs his mouth and like stretches it He's open. Like, Sticks its little paw in his mouth. <laughs> God, don't let a raccoon do that. Raccoons are some of the most diseased animals around. It's uh, true. No matter They're how cute so they are. Cute. They are cute, but if you ever get bitten or scratched by one, you better get a rabies shot. Even if you just, like, smell their feces, it's so dangerous, like, worms can burrow into your organs and shit like that. Yeah. So stay away. Like spores and stuff get into your lungs. Yeah. Yeah, I remember exactly my friend it. told me when I was a kid that if you get rabies, it's like if you're bitten by a dog that has rabies... You can tell you have rabies because if you look at water, you'll go insane. <laughs> that you know what? Your friend is not a hundred percent wrong. Is that a, is that a actually symptom a symptom of rabies? Is hydrophobia okay? So, so you're I was afraid thinking, of water. Yes. How does that like? 
manifests itself. Maybe you can't swallow water. That's what happens to Elaine. Extreme or irrational fear of water, especially as a symptom of rabies in humans. Okay. That's the first thing that comes up if you search it. So it's bizarre. Okay. So he was right. But I was like, what? So you just, so (laughs) because your friend was afraid of water and you're like, you're just kidding. You don't have rabies. No, I think we like, I don't know if I like got bit by a dog or something like that. And so I'm like, oh no. And I kept looking at the, the puddle on the side of the road, like going, okay. I'm okay. Were you scared? <laughs> yeah, he told me that. All, all I heard about rabies is what they always told me growing up. You have to get 10 needles in your stomach. In your stomach, yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, that would always scare me. Sounds like a nightmare. I feel, I don't know if that's true, but I think they just said that to scare children. I think you did, yeah, actually. You probably do. I don't know. I don't know. That and tetanus. Well, like scare like, children from not being bitten by dogs? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like it's not a choice. If it's foaming at the mouth and it's, you know, it's got rabies. Wow. Okay, so the f- so none of the animals in this have rabies. No. Can you imagine that being like a last minute twist? So like an animal that bit uh, <laughs> Brendan Fraser in the crotch had rabies, and it ends with Brendan Fraser have to be having to be put down. His wife gives him like a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's played for comedy, but then it ends like the fly was her holding like a double barrel <laughs> shotgun to his head. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Well, at some point, Brennan Fraser just hits a breaking point and goes into the woods with a gun, and he's about to shoot our sweet raccoon friend. Oh, it's like a crossbow that he a has. A crossbow, and he goes, I can't do it. Because he's a good guy, and I knew that going into this, because all throughout the movie, he doesn't want to de- deforest this area, but he's just... He's just telling himself that it's, oh, it's not so it's bad because he wants his career to move forward. He wants to make money. And he's letting Ken Jeon influence him. But we all know he's a good guy, but we still enjoy him getting hurt by these animals um, because and, it's funny. Yeah, this scene leads to one of my favorite things in comedies, especially animal comedies, where it's just somebody from off screen throwing a Muppet. <laughs> at somebody and then that person just fights them off as it fights their crotch and face yeah that's the puppet returns um it's great yeah and so they're having like a battle royale thing but uh toby huss shows up with a trank gun uh not a real gun thank goodness um and he uh and he knocks it out knocks it out and like he's like is he dead no he's He's just He's sleeping. Up. So that's their plan. They build this, like, I don't know, in, inescapable prison, like animal prison. They go, like, tranquilizing all the animals in the forest. And they're all in, the in different cages now. Later, Brendan Fraser shows because I'm like, he's first of all, Brendan Fraser's like, it's just for a few days until we get this investor to sign this blah blah blah. But uh, I was like, oh no, they're they're in cages, like they're they're gonna starve they're gonna they're not gonna have water later like an animal like guy shows up who's like clearly like taking care of them mm-hmm. he brings the the two raccoons babies he goes ah, i found your children so he's like mean but he's they did that so they're clearly showing like they're being taken care of you know what i mean yeah I mean, I was worried that I would be feeling bad for these animals in this movie. and I was I mean, feeling pretty bad for them. I I'm, I'm feel bad that they're in the cage, but really, they have the upper hand throughout this whole movie. Other than in that one scene. The upper paw. <laughs> upper claw <laughs> for the birds. There you go. Or uh, upper ass for the skunks. That's what they're showing. By the way, the one time. thing we didn't mention is the gags is uh, a bear shoves him into a porta potty. <laughs> oh, yeah. and then puts him in a tree, right? Yes. And people are so disgusted, they hose him down with I like, think that was an industrial break- fire. That hose. was the breaking point, I think. That's kind of like the running gag he, in this movie. He got movie. some Purell, he screams. <laughs> yeah, it's like just spray him down with water, like the skunk smell goes away. They clean out his car. Like, 
It He's seems, like, I got it detailed. It took like an hour. It seems like an hour. And like, I don't know, eight skunks have been spraying inside this car thing. That thing, you would have to burn it to get that smell out. Uh, yeah, you can't. It never I, again, goes away. there was a whole Seinfeld episode about that, only yeah. it was BO. <laughs> my, my friend at work, he uh, had a, a family of skunks under his deck. Mm. And I kept telling him, you have to get that taken care of. Calling specialists, you have to get them removed because once they set up, that's it. You can't go out in your lawn, blah, blah, blah. He wouldn't listen to me. No, no, no. What happens? His dog goes under there and gets, <laughs> gets sprayed, sprayed yeah. uh, smelled for weeks. Yeah, well, weeks. He got off easy. It could have been years. Yeah. Um, okay, so... The th- he could have turned into a skunk himself. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens, so, right? You know, the skunk curse, once they oh settle God. down, you you become a skunk as yeah. well. You can tell because when you look at a skunk, you go insane. <laughs> <laughs> so the, for- insane the, with the forest festival is happening, and uh, Ken Jeong decides it's going to be a good idea to have the investor sign this development deal at the festival. Yeah, he's like a Indian investor, yeah, the guy from uh, guy 40-Year-Old from Virgin. 40-Year-Old Virgin and Zach and Mary make a porno, among other things. Glad to see him get some work. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, he he's funny enough. Um, but yeah, so while this is happening, Brendan Fraser has a change of heart. He goes to the... to Because the, he sees that the little raccoon has raccoon children. Yeah, he's like, you're just he's, trying to protect your You're just your looking family. out for your kids. Yeah, isn't it sweet, you guys? So he frees them all. And then they decide to make a plan. They make a little... They make a scale model. model of the festival <laughs> as it's happening with the little Ferris wheel and yeah. everything. But it's and all made out of like twigs and rocks yeah. and leaves and stuff. It's so cute. It's really cute. Um, and then, of course, <clears throat> they do the ultimate attack. Anything you can imagine. They're pooing on them. Tons of bird poo. Skunk sprays. Um, this is where he gives them else? the rousing speech, the speech bubble, and then it shows them like you know Braveheart. That was the Braveheart then, yeah, scene. That was the Braveheart yeah. reference. Yeah, and I mean they're like protesting Kang Jian, and then you know he doesn't get the the investor to sign it. He ends up shooting him in the ass with the trank gun. Right. <laughs> we knew that was gonna happen, and, but also they put Toby Huss, the animals, like on top of a car, mm-hmm. and they like drive a car somehow into. The- <laughs> yeah, they steal his car. And These then animals they- can drive cars. Yeah, they can do anything. <laughs> I thought they were going to like tie him up like in Manhunter and then set him on fire and just like wheel the car yeah. slowly into the middle of yeah. the festival. <laughs> They're not that evil. Oh, well, you know. Although they did kill It Robert was like Gold. the end of RRR. All the animals pull up in the car yeah, and yeah. jump out we and attack sa- everyone. We said that when we yeah. <laughs> April was like, I hope he frees them all in one go like RRR. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. We get all, all the bad guys get their comeuppance. Um, Every member of the festival runs away screaming. Mm-hmm. So everybody in this town is scarred forever. Yeah. Scarred for life. Yeah. Ken Jeong, I think he's probably dead. He, he Yeah, he's dead. He gets dragged into the animal. They're going to put his body where Rob Riggles. Yeah, lives. they drag him away in that like uh, balloon thing. They're going to take him to the wicker man in the middle of the forest. <laughs> Set him ablaze. And then at the end of the movie, all the CGI animals are just like standing in a line and it looks so bad. Uh, yeah. And wait, it's revealed that Brendan Fraser is now a park ranger. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which I feel like it takes longer than a year to get that job, but okay. Yeah. Well, they don't even show him. They show the animals the raccoon like feeding his family with the bowls and a table and stuff He's with like got, a little home. And then all the kids are like playing with little toys yeah, and stuff. Yeah, it's very cute, but then they just pan up to a picture yeah. of new park ranger and it's a picture of Brendan Fraser like it's like a protected that a reshoot like a, it feels like something that they couldn't get Brendan Fraser back for is he Dudley Do right now <laughs> exactly yeah, that's right he's ranger and dan is the movie over no 
There's an extended. Oh, dude, my favorite part. This, <laughs> extended this is, end. You know, you got a good comedy movie when there's a song at the end, mm-hmm. and also a very weird parody of nothing. <laughs> like, well, it's multiple parodies, and come to think of it. In this movie, the characters dress up like they're in other movies, a movie montage. They do that in The Sweetest Thing as well. Oh, and they, okay. And they, and they also do Grease in that, in both things. So I think this might be a director critic. This trademark. is insane. Well, Insane in the Membrane is the song oh, they're God. doing. But they're referencing, like, just random things. Like, <laughs> Blue like, Lagoon. Risky Business. Well, Blue Lagoon. That's okay, Brooke it's Brooke Shields. Shields. Yeah. But, like, Grease, Britney Spears. yeah. And you can tell, you know... All very dated references. This isn't something that it's like, oh, shit, our movie's, you know, not long enough. We really have to pad out, like, the end credits. You don't think so? No. The movie wraps up 123. Because this thing has been planned because... Oh, the musical number. Yes, They have the actors, like, singing it in... It appears like every goddamn scene in the movie. So other... As they were shooting this movie, they were having them... So other movies in the past, in the 90s, have done this. Mm -hmm. Most famously, there's something about... Mary, yeah. where they're singing Build Me Up Buttercup, I think. I think so, yeah. And then Shallow Howl did it as well. Um. And they're singing Rosemary Love Grows, Where My Rosemary Goes. And it, it makes me feel really weird about... So every scene they <laughs> yeah. shot, they had to... And they had to pick this song ahead of time, yeah. which is a pop version of Cypress Hill's Insane in the Membrane. I think that's Cypress Hill. Insane in the membrane. (laughs) Um, So after every scene, we're going to have to lip sync to Insane in the Membrane. It's just stupid. It's At the like, same time, I f- love it. Love the dedication. I to feel I know. like it's propaganda for. We had a lot of fun making this movie, you guys. Look how much fun we're having. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it, it, well, they used to say that about like having the outtakes and stuff. I would have preferred bloopers. Yeah, but this man, talk about committing to the bit. Like, yeah, this has to have been planned from the beginning. Well, <laughs> that's not my favorite part. My favorite part is when there's movie parodies and they put furry in front of it. Yeah, which is yes. like. Furry Blue Lagoon, furry risky business, yeah. and I'm like, I don't think you you guys think what, what that means. What it actually well, furries means. were 100 percent around in 2010. Absolutely, oh, for sure. yeah. And they released this movie seemingly. I mean, they not, must have been very disappointed well, when they saw this. Maybe movie. now, like your grandma doesn't or your parents maybe don't know what the term furry means, but it's a lot more mainstream now than it was Definitely, 10, 10 yeah, years ago. For sure. Um, now you can't put it in your title without people making fun of you, <laughs> you know, or at <laughs> yeah. least pointing that out. Yeah. So it would have like risky business and then they'd cross out risky to be furry business. Yeah. Furry lagoon. Furry grease. <laughs> That's furry grease. Greasy. Furry, furry vengeance. <laughs> but what's weird about putting furry in front of those things is like, it's not even like they're furry or there's animals in them. It's like no. the Blue Lagoon one is just Brandon Fraser sticking his gut out and walking through frames with Brooke Shields. And then there's a raccoon maybe in the corner. <laughs> in the I think back. the raccoon yeah. slides in, does the risky business thing, and then slips. He does do the risky Yeah, he kind of slips thing. and wipes out. Uh, the other ones. Then there's like the caveman Brendan Fraser is doing it. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. Uh, Encino Man reference. Furry Encino Man. I guess, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's the movie. There you go. It's, <laughs> it's furry Vengeance. Now, guys, this movie is uh, really reviled, uh, especially on the internet. It has an extremely low IMDb and Letterboxd rating. And I got to say, am I just stupid? Maybe. But I, I enjoyed this movie. Like, 
I enjoyed it I too. See, I, I thought it was funny. I can funny. see why people would think it's dumb, um, but like it is dumb, and that's why we it's. We just like don't it. get movies like this anymore. No, you know? you're absolutely right. Especially not a mainstream comedy that's just this silly, and it's like it's slapstick, mm-hmm. you know, and. Yeah. Uh, are there still children's movies that are made like this that star like wrestlers? I'm thinking of like the Tooth Fairy or <laughs> I think so, John Cena's yeah. like Fire Patrol hey, or whatever I mean, this it was is, called. This is PG. Playing with fire. Yeah. I mean, I had, I'd have to see those movies to know, but I have a feeling that they suck, so I don't know. Um, but this, yeah. this was fun. This, I didn't, this had so many comedians in it. Yeah. I kind of like off, off yeah. the... Samantha B, Rob Riggle. <laughs> Come on. They're uh, good. Wallace Shawn, comedic hey, legend. Rob Riggle. I do as I please. <laughs> um, <laughs> classic line. <laughs> uh, it's a classic comedy from Image Nation Abu Dhabi. <laughs> What were you going to say, Colin? Um, No, I was kind of, I liked it off the top. I think it kind of, um, once it goes into the kid's story with, you know what I mean? I don't need any of that stuff. It could have done with some more uh, nut trauma. Yeah, a little more I'm not talking about, you know, More nut trauma? Well, remember when he, uh, they put, uh, they put uh, acorns in his uh, yogurt and berries and he bites down on it. I thought the next scene for sure he would have missing teeth. No. No, (laughs) just a sore back. He should have, like, got his nuts ripped off, and then they, like, put them back in. (laughs) And then, like, he has super nuts, and it's like, aha, try to hurt me now. He has Uh, balls of steel. Balls of steel. Um, Okay, so that's a a fun goof. I'm, like, I honestly, I was very pleasantly surprised because I didn't really know what to expect. Mm. I was getting it confused with that Without a Paddle movie, which is, uh, I think that has some animal stuff in there, too. Doesn't Brendan Fraser get, like, a turkey biting his dick or something? (laughs) (laughs) Or a a duck? I don't think Brendan Fraser is in Without a Paddle, He is. I looked it up. Sorry, Uh, sorry. I meant Seth Green. (laughs) Oh, oh. <laughs> ah, Brendan Fraser, and Seth Green, uh, often confused with each yeah. other. Oh, God. Oh, anyway, where? Wait, who's in Without a Paddle? I so think it's, it's Breck Green. and Meyer too, or, uh, or maybe I'm just thinking it because they're always in the same movies. Yeah, um, Dak Shepard, <laughs> all those guys. I think that's an earlier movie. It's all the though. robot chicken gang. Yeah. Whew. Anyway, this movie is where you imagine it is on Tubi. Um, Tubi, the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. I believe there was only like one commercial break too when we watched this. Yeah, that's so right. Not bad. I'm sure you can also rent it on iTunes if like for some Red reason you don't have something. Yeah. <laughs> if for some reason you don't have Tubi. Um, but obviously we're recommending it and I think we've let you know what it is. So I would definitely like... I would watch this alone. I would watch it with friends. I would watch it with my loved one. If you're in the mood for a stupid animal <laughs> comedy. For sure. Hey, and they use real animals for the most part, which is good. Boom! <laughs> through horrifying CGI. Okay, so if you want to email the podcast, we're at no such thing as a bad movie at gmail.com. And we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash no such thing as a as a bad movie and as per usual uh if you're on the five dollar level and up you get a bonus episode every two weeks we just recorded one on nope which uh features lots of horsies so it fits with animal month and uh we have something super super special coming out later this month at some point during animal month can we talk about it yes all right i think we should let the listeners you gotta get people hyped up i think we should let them know 
So we are going to be releasing a full-length commentary track to <laughs> the wild, the wild Disney's The Wild. The <laughs> wait, but why the wild? <laughs> it's the movie what? that Colin worked on, um, did a voice in, and uh, and uh, has seen, and has seen, <laughs> has seen, has seen once. Directed uh, directed by Colin Spaz. Steve Spaz, Spaz, Spaz Williams. Williams, who was recently featured on the uh, ILM documentary on Disney+. Plus. This movie is on Disney+, Plus, but you would never know because it's completely hidden in, in, the, yeah. in the recesses. It looks like it got... Uh, th- this is the only time you'd ever be able to see it in HD because it only oh. ever got a DVD release. Yes. Um, the only documentary footage you can find about this movie is a parody about Colin doing the voice of the character. Yeah, I was yes. one of the two extras that were included on the DVD, and I think the other one was like a music video or something so like not that. Probably baffling children everywhere. Yeah. So there was no commentary, like, probably. That? I don't think there was so a this commentary. could be the first feature-length commentary featuring somebody who worked on the it's, movie. It's certainly the only time that I bl- have ever seen in HD. It never got a Blu-ray release. Well, for those of you who don't know what this movie is, it's about a bunch of animals who escape a zoo and go to a desert island. <laughs> well, and you're talking about Madagascar. Yes. yes. Yeah, Madagascar. The reason people don't know about it is because Madagascar came out, completely stole its thunder. Want to know more about the story behind this movie? Listen to the <laughs> This commentary track will be going into what really happened, what the story was behind the scenes, what Colin's experience was working on it as a voice actor and as a VFX uh, person. Colin will have stories of rubbing shoulders, the likes of Kiefer Sutherland, <laughs> Jim Belushi, and, and, Jereen and, Garofalo, William Shatner, and Richard Kine. Yeah. And as at, much and, as I'm legally at, allowed to tell. And at the premiere, <laughs> Harlan Williams. Uh, no, no, that was the Spawn premiere. Ah, <laughs> we already told that story. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Anyway, so uh, yeah, we figured figured it was too oh, much. Oh to God! Fit. Sorry, I'm looking at photos of like the because <laughs> <laughs> the animals are all like kind of photorealistic in the movie. Yeah, it's a weird mix. And that koala is creeping me out. <laughs> That's Eddie Izzard. A- Eddie Izzard, yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, yeah, it was it was too much just to fit in an episode. We figured it'd be much better as a commentary, which you can sync up uh, or just listen to on its own. Hey, this could be like the most people uh, that have ever watched this movie have ever watched this movie or. <laughs> Would ever know about so, it? So the film was like, qu- did it get a theatrical release? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, because I remember it was delayed a long time. It was delayed like a year. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll tell the story. We'll, we'll get the... into it on our commentary, which we have not, rec- oh, which we have not recorded the... yet. So oh, the wild buzz. <laughs> yes. The wild. Juice. So this might be the only place, and it's on. It will be on our Patreon at the five dollar level. Um, so we'll be continuing to pro- promote it uh, this month until it comes out, which will be sometime for Animal Month. And we're not going to talk about Jim Belushi pissing in jars on the set, <laughs> oh, according well, to Jim, well, we are, we and putting have. them in a closet. Already, I don't remember what episode. Uh, probably the the file effects uh, <laughs> movie. Colin's doing his voices beside Jim. You just hear the sound of piss. <laughs> yeah. Hey Jim, what are you doing? That. And uh, you <laughs> want a swig? And listeners, if you want to find me on, on, I am on Instagram and Twitter at April Atmansky. You can find me on Twitter, DeCluj, D C L O U X, letter J, and every week on the Important Cinema Club podcast. Search it where all great podcasts can be listened to. Um, you can find me on Twitter, Sergeant Sima, S G T Z I M A. And that's it for this week. Thank you for tuning in, and we will have more fun animal themed movies coming up for you this month. Roar! <laughs> I'm April at Nancy. <laughs> Whoop! I'm just in the blue. What does a chipmunk do? Roar.
Oh, Colin Chipmunk Cunningham. Oh, okay. Colin Cunningham. And there's no such thing as a bad movie.